Welcome back to Last Touch Channel. My name is Anton Vjeldsen. I'm an attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. Today we're going to discuss the Fourth Amendment, the one that protects you against unreasonable searches and seizures by the police. And specifically, we're going to discuss a case where an individual claims that he has a reasonable expectation of privacy in somebody else's home. What are we talking about? We're talking about a person who was an overnight guest at his girlfriend's house and some incriminating evidence was found against him in that house. He says that that should be suppressed under the Fourth Amendment. So the question is, does a guest in a house get protection under the Fourth Amendment? And before we go on, I want to thank you for watching me on YouTube, hitting that subscribe button. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give my podcast a five-star re-rating. And finally, if you want to support my channel, please consider going to lostash.com and checking out some of the merch, including these Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirts. Thanks for watching. Quick message from Lostash. Are you charged with a crime? Or do you want to know your rights if stopped by police? Watch California attorney Anton Vjeldsen discuss legal cases from the Supreme Court, Ninth Circuit, and California State Courts on the Lostash YouTube page. Anton has handled hundreds of federal and state criminal cases, has an in-depth knowledge of the law, and has the best mustache ever. Subscribe to the Lostache YouTube page. That's L-A-W-S-T-A-C-H-E. Today we're discussing a federal case, United States versus Medina. And at the heart of the case is a dispute between the government and Mr. Medina on what happened on March 10th when he was arrested. On that date, officers received a call of a shooting. They responded to the scene and found a victim with two gun wounds from a 22 caliber pistol. Later that night, officers received a call from an anonymous caller saying that they believed that Mr. Medina was the shooter and that he was currently hiding at his girlfriend's house. By the way, the girlfriend's name is Miss Cruz. Officers do a little quick check and they find that Mr. Medina has an outstanding warrant for driving without a license. Now, this case was completely unrelated to the shooting. And so the warrant is completely unrelated as well. Officers with that warrant in hand go to Miss Cruz's house. Here's where the story differs. According to the government, officers knocked on the front door. They identified themselves as law enforcement. Medina's girlfriend, Miss Cruz, answers the door. She opens the door. Police tell her that they're looking for Mr. Medina and ask if he's there. Cruz says that he is not and that he hasn't been there in months. Police ask to look inside and Cruz allows them. A side note, never consent to searches. But really, this is where the dispute is going to be. Police ask Cruz to look inside. She permits them. Police then have her sign a search and seizure waiver. Police ask to look also downstairs in the basement and apparently Cruz permits as well. Police see that someone is lying underneath some rags on the floor. They identify this person as Mr. Medina. There's a brief struggle and police handcuff Mr. Medina. They also locate a bunch of 22 caliber ammunition throughout the basement. They then transport him to the headquarters give him the Miranda warnings. Quick side note, Miranda applies during custodial interrogation. You need to have both. 
An individual has to be in custody and being interrogated. Custody means a person is not free to leave. An interrogation means that the police are asking an individual questions that will elicit incriminating statements. Well, here Miranda applies. Clearly, Mr. Medina is in custody because he's in the headquarters. He was arrested and taken from the scene. And presumably, he's being interrogated about the handgun and the ammunition related to the shooting. And according to the police, he makes an admission that the ammunition does in fact belong to him. And so he's charged with being felon in possession under 922G in federal court. But the story, according to Mr. Medina and his girlfriend, is somewhat different. Here's what they say. They say that on March 10th, officers knocked on their door. Miss, Miss Cruz came up to the front door. She could hear through the door that the men outside were identifying themselves as quote-unquote maintenance. Cruz opens the door and one of the officers wedged his foot in the frame, preventing Cruz from closing it. By the way, under both of these scenarios, the government and Mr. Medina all acknowledged that the officers were wearing plain clothes, they arrived an unmarked vehicle, and only one of the officers had the badge visible. Police asked if Medina was at home. Ms. Cruz said no. Cruz asserts that she did not invite the officers into the house. So remember earlier I said never consent to police's search? Well, according to Ms. Cruz, she says that she never consented for them to coming in. In the meantime, though, one of the officers enters the home and Cruz quickly loses sight of him as she's continually talking to the first officer. That first officer asks for permission to look around, but Cruz believed that she had no choice but to permit them to enter because after all, one of the officers was already inside. She also told the officers, in quotes, you can see for yourself that he's not here, pointing at her bedroom. Now, she believed that that consent was limiting the officers to only the bedroom. She didn't want them to look anywhere else. According to the defendant, officers scorned every corner of the basement, pulling insulation, tossing furniture, trying to find him. They find Mr. Medina, and they yell at him, where's the gun? We know you have a gun. And then they try to figure out if there's a gun and where it's hidden. They proceed to interrogate Mr. Medina without providing him any Miranda warnings. Before Medina is removed, police ask Cruz to sign a search and seizure waiver. So, if you've noticed, according to these facts from the defendant, the waiver came after the search. And according to the government, it came prior to them entering the house. Ms. Cruz also said that she believed that the officers told her that if she signed the form, they wouldn't inform the housing authority that Mr. Medina stayed there overnight. Apparently, it is against her lease agreement for any guests to stay there overnight. And so presumably she said it was somewhat coercive that the officers would tell her to sign this form, otherwise that would make her life difficult. Before the suppression hearing, interesting developments occur. 
During the witness preparation interviews on May 18, 2006, the arresting officers and the ones that conducted the search became concerned that their memories were mistaken when they noticed on the form the time of the witnessing officer's signature, 10.45 a.m. It was at that point that the officer concluded that their previous statements had been incorrect and that the consent form had been signed only after Medina had been discovered in Cruz's home. Now that we have a general idea about the facts, let's talk about the law. The Fourth Amendment protects against unreasonable searches and seizures. But before somebody can claim a Fourth Amendment violation, they have to show standing, meaning that that individual had a reasonable expectation of privacy in the place to be searched. From the Supreme Court case Olson, the court told us that overnight guests have a reasonable expectation of privacy in the house that they're staying at, even though they don't own that house. But the government makes the claim that Mr. Medina did not have a reasonable expectation of privacy because Ms. Cruz's lease agreement prohibited overnight guests. Now, the court here says that that's not an accurate argument. There is no case law to support that somebody loses an expectation of privacy just because a third party has a term in their lease agreement. And we don't even know if Mr. Medina knew about that term in the lease agreement. So the court here stuck to the Supreme Court ruling that overnight guests do in fact have a reasonable expectation of privacy. So now let's move on. The Fourth Amendment protects against unreasonable searches and seizures. And generally speaking, officers need to have a warrant before they conduct a search unless they can rely on some sort of exception. In Stiegel versus United States, the Supreme Court held that in the absence of a valid consent or exigent circumstances, warrantless searches are per se unreasonable and violate the Fourth Amendment. Here, the only warrant the police possessed at the time they entered Cruz's home was an old warrant for Medina's arrest for driving a car with a suspended license. In Stiegel, the Supreme Court stated that an arrest warrant for a non-resident was insufficient to authorize a search of a third-party home. So they have to rely on some sort of exception. By the way, I have previously discussed Stiegel on my channel. I will link it in the description below. I urge you to watch that video because it will give you a better understanding on the situations where officers have an arrest warrant, but they have to execute it in somebody else's home. Here, because Stiegel prohibited officers from entering that home with that particular warrant, they have to rely on an exception. Here, the exception is consent. And of course, that's the whole dispute in this case. Did Ms. Cruz provide consent to the officers to enter the home and search for Mr. Medina? When we're talking about consent, consent has to be voluntary and it has to be given without coercion. Consent is not voluntary if it is merely the acquiescence to a claim of lawful authority. Moreover, where there is coercion, there cannot be consent. Consent must be voluntary, and courts look to several factors in order to determine whether consent was given voluntarily or through coercion. Those factors include age, 
education, experience, intelligence, knowledge of the right to withhold consent, and evidence of coercive means or inherently coercive circumstances. Here, Cruz was 31 years old at the time. She was a single mother of three young children, and she virtually had no prior experience with law enforcement. When the officer put his foot in the door frame, she says that she didn't even know that she could refuse her consent. She also said that even if she did consent to the search, she thought that she was allowing them only to look in the bedroom. Ultimately, the court cannot determine, legally speaking, whether consent existed without first figuring out the dispute between the two parties factually. And here, there's a big issue. When the government relies on the exception to the Fourth Amendment warrant requirement, they have the burden to show that that exception applies. And here, the court says there's a major issue because they have to look at the credibility of witnesses. And the officers end up being not credible. The first thing that the court says is that the material alterations to their first explanation as to when Cruz signed the consent search waiver form causes a grave concern. It rattles the court's confidence that they have accurately remembered other important details. And then the court goes on. It says that one of the officers first testified that Ms. Cruz was calm. Then he later testified that she had her voice a little raised. He also couldn't remember whether he was talking to her through a screen door, whether the door was open completely, or whether they were standing in the foyer. And then there were other disturbing issues and inconsistencies. None of the officers seemed to agree on when or how the arrest warrant was confirmed. None of the officers could agree when the Miranda was given to Mr. Medina. There were irreconcilable testimony of the officers about which of them were in the basement and whether ammunition and or pellet gun was in plain view. And finally, one of the officers couldn't testify whether he saw or he didn't see a bullet tied to the laces of Mr. Medina's sneakers in the basement. Because there are so many inconsistencies with the testimony from the government, there's a huge issue for the government in order to prove consent. In the meantime, the court ends up believing Ms. Cruz because her testimony ended up being pretty much consistent every time whether the government or the defense questioned her. And for that reason, here the court says that she did not provide consent. And even if she did, she provided consent only to that bedroom. And because the only exception that the government tries to rely on, namely consent, does not apply, the Fourth Amendment shields Mr. Medina and all the evidence that's found in the house had to be suppressed and will be suppressed, meaning cannot be used against Mr. Medina at trial. And without that firearm, the charge of being felon in possession probably cannot stand. I hope you've learned a little bit more about the Fourth Amendment and how overnight guests do have a reasonable expectation of privacy in the place they're staying at, and they can, in fact, rely on the Fourth Amendment to protect them. 
I hope you've learned a little bit more about consent and how it has to be voluntary and without coercion. And when there is no bulletproof evidence, there is no cameras, there is nothing to rely on other than testimony, the court will rely on credibility and it will weigh the credibility of people testifying in order to figure out which facts stand. I hope you enjoyed this video and if you did, please give it a thumbs up, click that share button and click the subscribe button. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give my podcast a five-star rating. And finally, if you want to support my channel, consider going to lostash.com and checking out some of the merch, including these Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirts, hats, and I recently added on another product, a bottle opener keychain. Thanks for watching.